When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Mile High Report Radio Horse Tracks. And now, here's what's happening in Broncos country. Well, Broncos country, it looks like we finally have a reason to be happy after what feels like it's been a couple seasons since the last time we were able to take a look at the final score of a Broncos game and go, look, the Broncos score more points than their opponent. Or I should be able to say one thing. For the first time ever this season, the Broncos put up three touchdowns. That's three offensive touchdowns. I swear to you guys, the Broncos in this game put the ball across the goal line three times. Now, if you don't understand, because it's been a while since we've seen this, the Broncos took this brown piece of leather that's shaped in this kind of long, pointy oval 3D shape, and they got that across this white line that's at either side of the field, and those lines are 100 yards apart from each other. He got, They got that ball into the painted part of the football field that's covered in a rectangle, and that rectangle has four orange spires on the corners of it. The Broncos did just that. And I am still trying to get my head around how the heck we managed to do that. But oh boy, oh boy, it's time to be positive. The positive, the, I don't know, man. We're we're back. We're back. The power of positivity is back. Um, I mean, the power of positivity, of course, never left. At least not if you're me. I do my best, you guys. But, oh, we're here. 
we're here. We're having a lot of fun. Uh, especially for those that got up early, uh, myself included. It looks like, um, you know, over the first quarter, especially the first three drives. Oh boy, if you take a look at the first three drives, um, we all thought this was all for naught. But then the Broncos and Russell Wilson finally got things going. And not only were they down in the fourth quarter and were able to, um, they were able to come back, have an 80 yard touchdown. They, in this game, the Broncos had a 98 yard and a 80 yard touchdown drive clutch clutch this is insane i did no this is looks like a totally different team well it's not like like that's a bit over action i'll get into that one in a second uh <laughs> but we're going to go ahead and break into this game um after that long-winded intro of course this is horse tracks following the uh, latest broncos game it is october 31st and it may be Halloween, but we don't have to be scared to talk about the Broncos' performance this week. I'm your host, Ross Allen. It's a Monday, and we're here to get the week off right. Um, now, if you're listening to this podcast, the hour that it drops, of course, you can go ahead and tune into this and set your uh, reminder because we will be live on Twitch over at 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. Um, we'll be there. It's at twitch.tv forward slash MHR underscore live. I will be breaking down uh, the Broncos game a little bit more, as well as going over the latest news stories in quotes coming out on behalf of this team. Um, and if you're listening to this after that 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time on Monday, no worries at all. First of all, thank you so much for just listening here in the first place. But you can go ahead and um, catch the replay if you want to see the video over on Twitch. Um, that will be live as well. Um, the audio version will be in podcast form in the afternoon on Monday. So... With all that fun stuff out of the way, let's go ahead and break into things. Just initial thoughts after um, Sunday's win. Um, the cool thing is the Broncos now improved to 1-1 one and one in the regular season in London, or 1-2, and two, including a preseason game that I think was 1987 against the Rams. Um, the latest game that the Broncos played in London was in 2010. Um, that was their loss to the 49ers. And that was the fun time where Mike McDaniels got busted for recording other teams' practices. So, uh, of course, what we <clears throat> all, all kind of knew is that he was a bum. Uh, well, actually, no, we didn't know that yet. We, to be fair, we did not know that yet. But that gave insight to, yes, Mike McDaniels is a bum. Also, shout out to, speak about him, let's, shout out to the Raiders for getting absolutely smoked this week by the New Orleans Saints. Now, that was just a joy for all of us to watch, I, I'm sure. You know, 24-0 shutout, man. That is gorgeous um especially um hopefully some better things coming up um neither the chargers nor the chiefs play this week so that means broncos are the only team in the afc west this week to get a dub everyone else did not win the game so that makes us happy i'm all sure um but i guess uh, some things here is that i'm just hoping that this is not fool's gold a fool's gold kind of win uh, maybe this could be a sign of hope for the team coming out of the bye week. Um, now, let's break into a couple things here. Is that uh, uh, one thing that I, I'm sure everyone loved to see myself include was Russell Wilson recovering well after a poor start to this game. Um, now, of course, if we take a look at the game itself, it was the start, um, like I, I mentioned earlier, was just... Mm, 
mm -mm. it was very very worrying for every single broncos fans out there um and now one of the things here is because it looked like i mean so we had nate hackett um going to this game saying that it was going to be pretty much business as usual or uh kind of kind of uh, quote similar to that and yeah it really looked like that um at the beginning of this game especially with you know the the three and outs going on um because the broncos you know their first play or their first drive went for a negative three yards and um three plays a little three and out right there um then their second drive was a two play interception drive after that was a four play seven yard drive that ended in a punt and then the following drive after that um they got the interception that was justin simmons there on the goal line so we got that big in time interception by justin simmons and then what do the broncos do oh they just um go three and out and gain a total of four yards <laughs> god dude. it was a bit ridiculous um especially that interception was worrying uh one thing we saw in the very first play of the game was that um it looked like Russell Wilson was going to try forcing Cortland Sun. The game plan was to get Sutton involved early and often, and uh, they were out to force that, which is not a good thing. Russell Wilson almost gets picked on the first drive of the game or the first play of the game, really. Um, and then he tries to he um, underthrows Cortland Sun on the back shoulder pass into double coverage. Um, so that kind of dooms him early on, and that led to a 37-yard touchdown drive by the Jacksonville Jaguars. Now, after the Broncos went down zero to seven against the Jags, after that drive. I almost wanted to just throw in the towel. In fact, I wouldn't put it past you if you lot of you did. Um, I wouldn't blame you as, as well. Um, but luckily, able to make some things happen after that. Now, I'm not saying it was groovy the rest of the time, but it was able to uh, make up for that. Um, and uh, the only problem is that Russell Wilson still having issues seeing the field. I did like how he spread the ball out, but still having issues. Dulcich, kind of like we saw last week, was open way more often than the five targets he got justifies. Um, and it, his injuries or Wilson's injuries, they clearly look like he was being hindered this game, whether it, um, his hamstring didn't look too bad. I'm still a little bit worried about his shoulder because he was missing some throws, um, and maybe the underthrows helped with that. The, uh, the, um, the, um, he has not be able to lead them as well, not be able to get as much zip on the ball as he wanted, missed Dulcich late, and a bit of rollout. Um, so it definitely looks like your shoulder is bothering him. Shout out to the bye week because at least it's here. Um, honestly, I know it's probably not going to happen, but it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world to bench him pretty much at any point this year. Um, if like, especially if we we're like officially out of the playoffs, I really don't think it would be the worst thing in the world. Um, especially they're probably not even continuing for the playoffs at this point, but maybe like when they're mathematically eliminated, like official eliminated for the playoffs, Russell Wilson still going through some injuries, especially after this bye week. Um, then it, it really wouldn't be that big of a deal. It, I just want him as close to 100% as possible. Um, especially if the stuff going on with Hackett is going to go the way um, that we think it might be. And speaking of Hackett, um, he definitely bought himself a little bit more time as the head coach. I think with this win, um, he very well could have. It, it was probably most the most likely scenario was that Hackett was going to be the coach pretty much no matter how bad it got he's probably going to um not be fired mid-season they're probably going to wait till uh black monday to uh kick him out of the team facilities 
and be able to change the passwords on all of his stuff. Um, at least he's not getting left in London. Good for him. Um, yeah, I, I still think he's going to be gone after the season, though. Um, he probably just solidified that. I think if he lost, he was going to be fired today. Um, even with George um, Payton um, kind of defending him a little bit. We saw George Payton defending him, but uh, when it comes to the Broncos' ownership, oh boy, they um, definitely did not sound happy with Nathaniel Hackett. Um, but Hackett had an interesting quote after the game, um, and he said, quote, I mean, all that stuff I can't control. For me, it's about controlling what I can control. All the coaches, all the players, we always want to focus on what we can do so we continue to get better. We've had opportunities to win a lot of football games. That's facts. End quote. So clearly, uh, Hackett's trying to come out firing and defend himself. Um, yes, no, I'm not calling. That is a accurate quote by Hackett. Yes, they've had a lot of opportunities to win football games. But... Almost every team has a lot of opportunities to win football games. It's the the difference between a great head coach and a bad head coach is the one that can actually take advantage of those opportunities and win football games. So I don't think Hackett is really proving any points with this quote. Uh, I, I he clearly is like motivated. He clearly wants to be there. I don't think he's necessarily intimidated with him firing back like this. The whole that's facts really um, put this quote over the top. Um, probably one of the most, I guess, aggressive quotes that we've heard from him this season, maybe in terms of trying to defend himself. Um, and so I kind of like to see this side. I like to see the fight in Hackett. Um, clearly, he's not giving up, and I don't think the locker room has given up on him yet, especially with a win like this. Um, but to kind of what he said, you know, controlling the controllables, uh, he's, there's still a lot of, of the controllables that the Broncos failed at this game. Um, and it wasn't like, don't get me it, there was a lot of good that happened in this game, so don't get me wrong. But at the same time, there was a lot of bad in this game as well. I mean, of course, you can talk about the 12 penalties for 81 yards in this game, 50 yards of penalties in just the first half alone, and the play calling wasn't as bad this game, but it was still definitely poor parts, and they um, it, it really cost them in points because, of course, they had that fantastic nine-play, 98-yard touchdown drive, and that was a drive that only that lasted a little bit over four minutes. That was a just perfect drive um if there is anything else i mean especially seeing just chunk plays seeing a um 18 yard pass to dulcich uh dulcich um a 22 yard pass to him as well then you saw a 38 yard pass to him and so it's it was he was just incredible just really really good um and then you of course you had some passes to judy there sprinkled in to kj sprinkled in um and then you had latavius murray um a little bit of a run sprinkled in there so and then of course that was capped by a couple um melvin gordon runs uh, of course that one getting that one yard touchdown run so <clears throat> that was excuse me that was a good drive um and especially when the broncos um had the 11 place 75 yard touchdown drive um for their first touchdown of the game that was that was i mean you look at these obviously um you kind of get what you want for the broncos on all their on all their touchdown drives there's like i said a 75 yard touchdown drive an 80 yard and a 90 yard um, excuse me, 98 yards. So, 
the what we saw in these touchdown drives was what we need to see just more consistently because this was a well-balanced attack that had some short um, gains that also had some larger gains um, we were seeing just playmakers as well we were seeing smart plays we were seeing the broncos um, not screw themselves on first down nearly as much be able to get into um, a decent little bit more rates on second downs third and manageables um, on that first drive the broncos um, had um, on third down a third and one um, of course uh, had no game but they converted the fourth and one um that um and then i mean we saw a run by russell wilson just old QB sneak and we did have to do some fancy little swing pass to try to make something something happen dude cut the cutesy crap it works the old stuff is tried and true and it works um of course they also had a third and seven that was pretty much the worst play of the drive for them um on that 98 yard drive um, they only had a um, they didn't get into third down at all, which was terrific um, Because they weren't great when it came to, um, to their third down conversions um, in this game besides these drives um, And they they had that third and five on that 80 yard touchdown drive to take the lead now um, speaking about the uh, third downs um, let's just take a look there um, on their third down efficiency. The Broncos on their so on their touchdown drives. That's the only time they converted on third down. Um, they were two for eleven. At least they were two and two and three on or two four three on uh, fourth down, but two for eleven. Oh boy, that's bad, and that still doesn't bode well for Hackett. Step into the world of power, loyalty and luck i'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse with family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Um, now, just, just kind of a bit of a breakdown for the game. Um, I'll be able to, like I said, be able to get into more on the live stream as planned. Um, just some game balls um, I want to hand out. My personal ones that staff is um, giving out theirs. Um, that article should be live at the time that this podcast drops. That's going to be at milehighreport.com. Um, of course, find us everywhere. Um, po- Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, anywhere you catch podcasts, and we're also on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all at Mile High Report. Uh, but my game balls this week, I have three, and the first one goes to uh, Quan Williams uh, because he has, of course, had that clutch interception, two passes defended in this game, and he's turning out to be a fantastic um, free agency pickup from this previous offseason. Um, second game ball is, of course, I mean, we all know he's going to get one. It's rookie tight end, Greg Dulcich. Uh, four receptions, 87 yards. Um, he was huge, integral on that 98-yard touchdown drive, and he could have had an even bigger game this week. He's turning into just a home run of a draft pick so far, saving this tight end core and really bolstering this wide receiver core that's um, taken some hits, um, especially, man, if the Broncos could have Cortland Sutton, could have Jerry Judy, could have KJ Hamler, could have uh, Greg Dulcich, and have Tim Patrick back healthy next year. Woo! <laughs> that is an incredible, 
incredible receiving core right there. And for my last game ball of the day, um, a little iffy at times, but I do want to, to give him a lot of credit here. It is going to be Draymond Jones once again having himself a game. Last week, he finished with two, sa- uh, two sacks. This week, he finished with uh, seven tackles. Three of those are tackles for loss, and he finished with a sack. So, that dude, put on the heat. Um, just making this defensive front, um, especially the front seven, look that much more, I guess, grittier, nastier, maybe even scarier, if that could be a, a word First used there as well. Um, between him, between DJ Jones, you know, um, we'll see about Bradley Chubb, Mike Purcell. This could be a very good um, front seven if we just give it a little bit more time man let's go let's go i'm here for this defense and now uh just one thing i wanted to cap things off is uh i think i'm gonna give my favorite part about this game and my favorite part of this game didn't even happen during the game it happened after the game and was really refreshing to see just over the span of a few weeks we went from kj hamler being missed wide open to let the uh, for the broncos to be able to beat the colts in overtime slams his helmet in frustration understandably so clearly a frustrated guy he's been frustrated the last few weeks but now we see a happy kj hamler um him coming up and hugging russ um during his uh during russ's interview after the game was awesome then seeing the reactions on twitter was even better especially from tyree cleveland um, he tweeted out, tweeted out uh, what y'all said about three, a Broncos country, let's ride. We And we do in high knees on the plane. And then KJ uh, quoted that tweet uh, with a gif of, yes, gif, not jif, just, just real quick prefacing that, a gif of uh, Wonder Woman sprinting. And he said, uh, in the aisles of the plane like this. So um, I love it. I want to see him happy. I want. I. That's the only reason I really wanted him. Like was open to him being traded for the Broncos. Where of course maybe we'll break into that a little bit more tomorrow before Tuesday's um, trade deadline. Is that apparently the word is that the Broncos do not um, or are not inclined to trade any of the receivers. But the rumor there is a rumor that the Broncos have received a first round offer for Bradley Chubb. So you're just gonna have to wait until tomorrow's live stream for us to get into that a little bit more. And by tomorrow, I mean, of course, I'm recording this on Sunday for it to be out at 4 a.m. on Monday morning. I am not up that early. I like sleep. Um, but that's pretty much going to do it for this post-game um, horse tracks. Um, just thank you guys so much for tuning in. If you don't follow us on any social media and you have social media, um, if you don't have social media, stay off of it. Please don't, don't, no need to get into that. But if you already do, you might as well give us a follow. Uh, Mile High Report, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Stop by the tw- uh, Instagram for yours truly. Um, as I um, run that thing, you can send all your complaints directly to me in the form of a very kindly worded DM. Thank you very much. I read all your comments too, by the way. Um, and you can find everything, tons of daily um, articles dropping at milehighreport.com. Um, self-plug, catch power rankings dropping on a Tuesday and then overreactions for this week dropping on Wednesday. But if you haven't already, go ahead and follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you're tuning, this in, uh, tuning in from um, for us and go ahead and drop a five-star review. Really does a tremendous amount of help. Um, but with that being said, I'm Ross. Go Broncos. Three and five has never felt so good.
you know. And the, dropping bombs like, <laughs> dropping bombs like. 